Thank you for joining us today on the Shed End 868 podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host, broadcasting all the way from Trinidad and Tobago in the Caribbean, Mr. 868 himself, Jesus. So, we have a really, really nice show for you lined up today. We speak about the men, the women on the 18s. They had a wonderful game recently. The under 23s. Plus, we hear from you guys. And I also have a question for you. So let's dive straight into today's episode. So first of all, we speak about the under-18s. They did a wonderful, wonderful job in the FA Cup yesterday. They won 7-0 against Wolves. Now it was 0-0 just before the halftime. Wolves had a penalty that was saved. And on that um ensuing counter-attack we scored our first goal yeah so it was a trashing in the second half that game was oh that was fire i didn't get to watch it i was getting the updates via twitter on my phone yeah so they move on to the other the next round in the fa cup versus minwall that's on the 29th of this month yeah um they also have a game against brighton in the under 18 premier league that game is on the 21st of February. Yeah, that's going to be a cracker of a game. Uh, as you know, the guys the guys are doing their best. Can't, can't fault them. The future of Chelsea is in safe, safe hands. Right? Um, speaking of the future in safe hands, the under-23s on the 17th. That's um, next week, Monday. Yeah, that's Monday coming. They play Arsenal. Yeah, big, big clash. Um... It's going to be an interesting game because as you, once Chelsea is playing Arsenal, no matter what division, no matter what age group, it's always it's always a um, a wonderful game to watch. It's always entertainment. It's always goals galore. It's always we always see where you know the future is coming up with these guys and they are playing excellent. So you can take them in on the seventeenth of February. They play Arsenal, so check it out when I hopefully you get a chance to check out that game next. We have the women. Now, they were supposed to play Manchester United. But their game, along with a lot of other games in EPL as well, were cancelled because of the storm, Sierra. That's currently um, battering England. I hope, well, the UK, sorry. I hope that um, that everyone is safe. And to all of you who are in England here in this, I hope you all are safe. And everything is, everything is okay. No loved ones hurt lost or worse right um the women as that game is cancelled they have brighton tomorrow which is the 12th of february right they have they play brighton and also on the 16th of this month they have a huge huge game the women play in the fifth round of the fa cup right and they play they come up against liverpool <laughs> now we know it's going to be a big clash liverpool women have been I've been doing their things the last few years in the women's league and it's gonna be a really really tough clash. It's gonna be very entertaining to watch um to watch them play. Right? So the women play Birmingham City tomorrow twelfth and then they play Liverpool in the FA Cup fifth round. Right? Um now the women they are just one point still behind Man City, the leaders, but they also have a game in hand. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this season 
ends for the women. It's going to be interesting to see how it is that they um they use this advantage because they have a game in hand. Plus, they have the Manchester United game to replay because they have to find within the tight schedule that to find the time to put in the games for them to play, and they also have um well the game in hand. So it comes like they have two games plus they're just one point behind them. So I believe that the women will take this title comfortably. I really do believe that they will they would have their both hands on this trophy comes the end come the end of this season. Can't wait to see that um they celebrate it because they along with the under twenty three and the under eighteens are doing excellent uh this term. They are doing very, very great. And we know with the FA Cup, the under eighteen boys have a very good track record um in the tournament. So it's going to be interesting to see how they finish off. Right. So we get into the men. So now it's only winter on the winter break currently, as I record this convers uh, this um podcast. First time of any Premier League. And it's good to see that the FA took some um initiative well, not initiative, but after years of wanting, you know, uh needing a break, they finally instituted the winter break in the Premier League. How will it affect what's the impact we'll have going forward in tournaments hopefully it's a positive impact but we would see how it is we would we would see i I believe it'll have a positive impact because every other league has this break you know um the germans the italians the french and the spanish as well and it, it you can see the benefits of resting players and it's uh, it's taken long it's taken a long time However, it has arrived. So let's be, you know, let's be optimistic. Let's see how this little break is going to help the league and how it's going to help us. Because as this is over, it's crunch time. These next two um, two weeks, it's Manchester United by Tottenham, by Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich, by Bournemouth. Yeah. So yes, yeah, it's it's definitely going to be uh, hard and fast. Two weeks, the seventeenth, we have Manchester United. The twenty second, we have Tottenham. The twenty fifth, we have Bayern, and the twenty ninth, we have Bournemouth. So we have games Monday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, and well, the twenty fifth of February is Carnival Tuesday in Trinidad. So I definitely won't be going anything. I'm going to sit and watch my team play. I'm going anywhere for Carnival this year. Sorry, Carnival. I'll see you next year. I love you, but I'll see you next year. You're, you're always there. Don't be tough with that. Right? And, um, well, it's going to be interesting to see, especially between the Manchester United game and the Tottenham game, because, as I explained in the last episode, Jorginho is on nine yellow cards. So if he gets another yellow card, he'll be suspended for two two league games. So if he gets if he plays in the Manchester United game and gets the yellow card, he won't be available for Tottenham and Bournemouth. So it's gonna be interesting to see what Frank Lampard does. Will he leave him out of the Manchester United game, risk him in the Tottenham game? So the other two games, the Bournemouth so for so for the Bournemouth game for sure, he's gonna miss. Or is he going to play him, risk the yellow card, and miss the Tottenham and the um the more the Bournemouth game? Either way, either way it 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 goes. It he's going to miss he's going to miss a game guaranteed. 
guarantee he's going to miss. Georgina is a uh, favorite player of mine. However, his timing with tackles is not best. Is he's not a he's not a great tackler, right? And that, you're not going to you're not going to go hit that goal. We know that he's not a great tackler. He comes in late a lot of times, and I mean he he picks it up is Everton and Bournemouth. If he's rested for the United game and plays Tottenham and gets that yellow card, it's he's not going to be available for the Everton and the the, the Bournemouth game. And Everton is going to be a tricky game because you know last time out they beat us, and now they have one of the best coaches and also a former coach of ours, Ancelotti in the dugout, and they're looking good. So it's going to be very very tricky how Lampard how Lampard does this with these upcoming games. But the good news. The good news that with is well, the good news for us is that we have Ruben Loftus Cheek, who is very close for a comeback. Yeah, he played in a closed door session a few weeks ago, and from all reports, he was good. And he's feeling good. He's running, running, running good. You know, um, it's just to get him back up to match fitness. You know, the a lot of fans. Looking at him as the beacon of hope, he is he's he's looking as I I would say the savior for our season because he will be coming like not even a fresh January signing. Well, yeah, he will come in as that, but he hasn't played since May, so it will be as though he's a new a brand new player, and hopefully, he comes in and obviously he's not going to just jump straight into the starting lineup. He has to get his groove in, and I hope. The fans don't put too much undue pressure onto him. Because, yes, we want to do better. We need to to do better. But we shouldn't risk a player's health and fitness just to get short-term results. So let's ease him back in. Maybe he does not be on the bench in Manchester United game. He comes off the bench versus Tottenham. Makes a run out in Champions League, maybe. And then comes off in the Bournemouth game, starts in the Bournemouth game or the Everton game and from there is just um smooth sailing. So let's just, you know, let's just ease and just let him progress naturally back into the team. Alright, um pillar sick. I hope that Lampard will just pull any wool pull any wool over people's eyes when it comes to Christian. I hope that it's Pulisic was just there resting and he can be unleashed against Manchester United, Tottenham, and Bayern Munich. Because he used to play in the Bundesliga, so Bayern Munich, they are familiar opponents. So he knows the ins and outs, the runnings against them. And we aren't, we aren't any um, strangers to Bayern Munich, having <laughs> beaten them at home in the Allianz Arena in 2012 to give us our first Champions League. So it's going to be a bit of a revenge match for them. The good thing is that all of these games... Those three games, United, Spurs, Bayern, are home games. So, uh, according to Aspilicueta recently, it's time for us to make Stamford Bridge back to the fortress it once was. Alright? So, yeah, it, it, it's time for us to, to to build back that the, 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 the stadium where, you know, you, come, you ain't getting any three points. That run we had with, um, with under Mourinho. That's what we have to get back is 86 games. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's 86 games undefeated at home. So, yeah, that's 
that's what we need to get back and slowly but surely we will get there let's just let's just hold the feet all right let's just hold the feet and um let's see what we get there right right so we have a we have a voice note so we'll go straight into that we'll discuss what the voice note states and then we'll get into the question that i have for you we have some really hard fixtures coming up we have manchester united tottenham and bayern munich all to be played within five days we are our first game is on the 17th right against manchester united which is very important um i think there's a seven point difference between us and them so it's a game that we really need to win in order to secure that top four position and tottenham is coming up on the table they won the game recently against city and it's a game that we also need to win these three games are really important and then champions league against bayern munich which is also important i think we could win two of them i think the two games we will be able to win is against manchester united because they don't really have a striker we do have strikers and we do have wingers with the last game that they played they didn't score any goals and um, we have wingers we have a striker and we have a pretty good defense i think we might not be able to take Tottenham seriously. I don't think we'll be able to prepare for them that well. Uh, kind of agree. The only point I don't agree with is we won't be prepared enough, prepared well for the Tottenham game. Because I speak, I spoke of most of this stuff before, right? Um, the Tottenham game, that's what this break is for. I understand what he's saying, you know, how the fixture is so close, right? But, um... This break here, hopefully, the technical staff, Lampard, everyone is looking at the fixtures we have and breaking on each game piece by piece, right? Um, thanks, Genera, for your um, for your contribution, right? I um, also want to thank um, Gordon, want to thank um, Harold Dixon, the whole TNT Blue Army team, Luke, um, Sam Bison, everyone for the support. Want to thank. Everyone who listens to this, the whole Blue Nation Army as well, it's been a wonderful experience and we're only get, going to get better and better. So, my question for you right now, you, my question is, is a bit ticklish because I know it, it hasn't been the best of seasons. But up until now, this very point, not the 17th, not after the 17th, maybe you listen to this after the 17th i'm talking about right up until the 11th of february 2020 now from the start of the season to now who has been your best player sorry let me correct that who you think has been our best player could be your best you may like him for whatever reasons but who you think is the player that has done the best for us who you think is our best player for me i would say our best player as a, to me, it's a toss-up between Jorginho, because I like the guy. I love, I've, I've loved his playing style since he came, right? I've, what he does, I've, I like it. The passes, his passing is impeccable. I used to love Fabregas for the same thing. And Pulisic, I really love this guy. He's explosive. He's dangerous going forward. His interplay, is, his link-up play is excellent, you know? And I think that if he wasn't injured, we'd have been in a better position right now. 
because once him and Troy's on the field is is impossible to mark both of them. So those are those are my choices, either Jorginho or Pulisic. It's is a toss up. And if I had to choose, as of right now, if I have a form in form, um, unfortunately I'll have to pick uh, Jorginho only because Pulisic is injured. I would have Kepa was on my list as well, but for reasons I won't go down into that <laughs> that hole right now. Right. So you tell me who was your who is your best who you think is the best player right now for us. All right. Um, thank you for listening, spending this this time with me. Again, I can't stress enough. Thanks to everyone. There's countless people to thank. Um, Daniel, all the way up in all the way in Ghana there, all the Ghana listeners. Ghanaian, that's Ghanaian, yeah. <laughs> listeners, right? Thank thank you, thank you for your support. Um, if I forget anyone, I'm sorry. I really, really am sorry. Right. I will also leave my number and also the I would we have you can follow us on Instagram at shed and eight six eight, right? You can send us whatever messages you want, whatever you want question you want to ask. Maybe you feel you don't want to send a voice note. You can send a question. You can send a comment. You can send a, a query. You can leave your comments below, but you can also message me about anything, anything you want to find out, anything you want to add, any, anything you want to add to the conversation, and I will get back to you, respond to you in a timely manner. Remember, London is blue. Don't let anybody fool you, and keep that blue flag flying high.